Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Third Thursday Podcast with your hosts, Harry Ozarek and Ben McEntee, where we hope to connect, encourage, and equip student ministry leaders of today. This is a resource provided by the Rocky Mountain District of the Christian and Missionary Alliance, and you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Please hit the like, subscribe, and share buttons to help others be connected, encouraged, and equipped to reach students with the gospel. Here are your hosts, Harry and Ben. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Third Thursday Podcast. It's great to be with you again, Ben. Uh, today, our topic is about connecting with your community. And yeah. uh, before we get into that, as we always want to do, we want to start out the podcast with a with either a unique, uh, funny little thing or or a or a thoughtful question. And so today it's thoughtful question day. Cool. And uh, the question I have for us and for our listeners is: mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite, maybe unique, life fulfilling habits? That's it. That's a mouthful. <laughs> favorite, unique, life fulfilling habits. Okay. And okay. so when I ask that question, my, my mind is going towards. We need to be in our word. We need to be praying. Sure. I would love to think of those things as not necessarily unique, okay. but, but habits that are taking place in the believer's life. Now, you and I both know, both in our own lives at times and in you know people around us, that's not necessarily a, uh, always a very common habit, to be in your sure. word every day, to be praying every day. Of course. Um but I'm thinking of alongside those things, right? So one of the one of the habits that come to mind uh, for me is when I pick up my my boys from school. Um, and this came from a lot of trial and error. Okay, so All right. much error on the dad's part. <laughs> okay. um, is if they got in trouble at school, you know, little things, whatever, having to put their head down and things like that. Um, right. You know, they'll come out. We have we have a policy of just being open and honest and just share with me what's, you know, what happened and the highs, the lows. I always ask them um, another habit. I always ask them if anything funny happened at school. Uh, I <laughs> well, love yeah, that I love question. It. That's one of yeah. my favorites. But the habit that we established after some trial and error is um, we don't have the conversation about what mm-hmm. bad happened at school. You know, if they got in trouble and things like that. And okay. we give we give an hour space. So when I pick them up, we don't if if they got in trouble, like they can share that and all that good stuff. But then we don't talk about like, okay, why did you do that? Do right. you know that that's not right or that's bad and those right, kind of right, things? Right. We have that conversation specifically later at home after they've had a chance to get home to decompress some right. to relax because uh, I found those conversations <laughs> didn't always go super well. Right out of school, you know, right they're emotionally gate. drained. They're yes. tired, yeah, um, yeah. and so that's just uh, that's one of those things. Um, you know, another thing that we do is on the way to school. Um, yeah. I always tell our kids, um, and I think it was either you or someone else I was talking about. Love God, love others. We mm-hmm. we uh, it's just one of those things that we say every time before they get out of the car. Remember, what are we going to do today? We're going to love God. We're going to love others, no matter mm-hmm. what. And then um, I have one of my boys pray. Before, yeah. before dropping them off. So um, those are just a couple different things. Um, yeah. Just kind of, uh, some of them naturally happened. Others, like I said, came from lots of trial and error. But I'm curious yeah. for you, Ben, what sure. are some life-fulfilling, life-giving sure. habits in your I, life? I, absolutely. One, one quick question, though, real real quick. Like, Do you yeah. start the hour timer like once they get in the car? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like start a timer. I have to be honest, I don't start a timer. Okay, you just... 
some days maybe it's 40 minutes right All but right, it's that right. it's that rough idea of give space right. let you know that that conversation's still going to be there in an yeah. hour. that's that's kind of the little saying that you know you did something. You give wrong. him some space. Yeah, that conversation. And I love that, man. You know, That's life, a good dad move. Well, life isn't going to shatter in an hour. You know, like right. that conversation's still going to be there in an hour. Right. And it's not going to be any worse. Just letting that. Yeah. Just chill for a yeah. second. No, I love that. I love that. You know, uh, uh, as I was thinking about favorite unique life fulfilling habits, mm. one that I automatically think of is uh, just having family time, whether that mm. be. Uh, regularly scheduled vacation time, which for for us we go and visit family out of yeah. state in the summer, and that is um, that's also when my ministry is is kind of dies down a little bit. Yeah, we yep. we do a lot of things in the summer, but we die down right at the beginning of summer, especially when people here in in Bozeman are ready to get out. The snow is finally melted and things, oh, yeah. and and yep. people are doing family stuff. So we decide that's a good time for us to do family things. Also, just not even necessarily vacationy sort of things and getting out, but uh, one thing that I one family time thing for me is my day off. One of my day off, days off is Friday, and my mm. children are in a charter school where they're in school part time, and then they're doing homeschool stuff. So I help do their homework on Friday, but then I'm also dad cooks dinner on Friday ooh, night, ooh, and I and, and I like so that. I like to grill. I like to like. Uh, dad's burgers i don't think they're anything special parent but my children love it they think they're the best i mean i used to do like i think it's because i like cook bacon and then i get like uh daniel my wife and i we love mushrooms so i like grill up mushrooms oh and yeah and like we, we we do it up right we get yep. avocado we like avocado and it just soup it up and then uh so Friday night dad dinner is a is a big deal. Right. So on. Uh, that that's probably a, a something that I'm enjoying to do. That's a that's a unique life fulfilling habit, and that it. gives my wife a a, a night off cooking yep. and absolutely, uh, and then allows me to cook up some good meat. So yeah. I love that. <laughs> no, I love that. I, you know, I when you mentioned that, I think of uh, growing up. Saturday night was burgers and fry night. Yeah, we always had burgers and fries. Burgers yeah. and fries. Saturday night burgers and fries, mm -hmm. and uh, it's one of those things. Like it's so simple. It's so you know in the moment, it's so little. Yet I look back at it and just you fond love memories it. all over the place. Oh, dozens you love and it. dozens. Yep. Oh yeah, even yeah, the littlest for, thing. For me, for it was my my dad, and he wasn't a very good cook at all. It was uh, <laughs> Denison's chili and and okay. and hot dogs. There you go. I mean that was it. But we oh. loved it. We loved it. Okay. We loved hey, it. Going down this rabbit hole, my dad used to make what he would call poor man's spaghetti. Okay? Yeah. And it was, he just ground, he, he browned up ground beef. Right. And got like a bunch of different cans of tomatoes, like the, the chunk, chunky can of tomatoes and tomato sauce. Right. And, and then just boiled up macaroni noodles and then just threw it all in a bowl, mixed it around. And it was yeah. like, it was like one Done. scoop spaghetti. That there was you one go. of my, my dad's uh, See, no, that's good. deals. Dad, and I still remember deals. that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. I love it. Well, yeah, uh, appreciate you sharing about that. Um, <laughs> yes, our conversation today, again, is connecting with your community. Let's do it. And uh, as we approach this conversation, first and foremost, we want to define what do we mean by community? Because I think we all have mm -hmm. a bunch of different communities 
within our life. And so today we're really looking and, and specifically talking about the community outside of our church, the community outside of our church body, church family, though uh, it can still involve them, obviously, but sure. really thinking about our surrounding community, mm-hmm. uh, our town, the activities happening in our town, the schools, um, your workplace, all those kind of things. And yeah. um, and as we look at that, um, the first thing that comes to mind of why I think this is such an important conversation is sometimes in my own life, I've lost perspective of you know where God is already moving and doing things right. um, and right. providing opportunities for me to be connecting with my community yeah. and and plugging in. Yeah. Yeah, we're serving in in the building, but it's about mm. getting out of the building. Yeah, absolutely. Right, and 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 doing that. So, where where are where are places in your community where you are at where you can uh, be serving, or the yeah. new opportunities that you're unaware of? Yep, yep. Because yep. there is a cool. community within your own church, right? There's a community within your body of believers. Right, um, right. but we're talking about the the one outside. Yeah, specifically, so we're talking about getting out, getting out yeah. of the church walls, getting yeah. out of your office yeah because there's great opportunities out there and Mm -hmm. if we're being honest you know we're called to reach our surrounding communities (laughs) we really are if you're a christian (laughs) you're not called to sit in a holy huddle you're called to to extend exactly exactly the reach Um, and there's nothing wrong with being engaged in your church body in fact that's another big calling in our lives is to be engaged involved in the church community in your body of believers right but today that's a community yes absolutely but today we're specifically talking talking, about outside of that community because i think that gets missed uh, Mm -hmm. quite often not necessarily because we're not involved in a in a physical way like being present um but like I said earlier, I think in some ways we just um, we miss the opportunities because we don't have that perspective that attending a football game right. is being involved in the community, or right. at least it can be. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it getting outside of the walls of the church where you're already at, where your students are at, where your parents are at, and you get to engage different people. You also get to meet people, whether they're uh, believers or not, who parents and children, students that you're serving are engaging with, and they get to go, how many times have I been introduced to parents who have children, students who my my youth are, are around by parents are going, yeah, this is our, our child's yep. youth pastor. And it's like, hey, how are you? Nice to meet you. Yep. I mean, you would never be able to meet that person in that capacity without being there. And there are times where you're going to be at those things. You're going to be at a sporting event. You're going to be at different things. So yep. it's good stuff. Well, and and as you, as you share that, there are areas of our life where we're already involved in things. And this isn't yeah. about adding more to our plate of what to exactly. do, but just seeing where God already has us and taking advantage of it. But there is also um, a challenge in our own lives of, mm-hmm. is there space for something new? Is there space... Yes. To, to add um, opportunities that God has exactly. out there. And so like attending a sporting event that maybe your kids aren't involved in would be that addition, yet could have a profound impact um, for your ministry, but more importantly, just for your own relationship with the people around you. Absolutely. I think one thing uh, um, that I do, I got, I got children, 
mm. elementary and middle school aged uh, uh, kids yeah. and pick up and drop off at the school. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's happening. Yeah. Right. And and I know that there are parents there th that either attend my church, but also parents that attend other churches or unchurched people. Yep. And they are and there are many of those people looking for community and they're going and here you have like minded in in some capacities, right? Parents coming together and you get to go in and say, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Hi, nice to meet you. But Ben, that's scary. That. Uh, what's scary? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just oh, randomly scary? walking up to somebody, random up, random, oh, just randomly up coming somebody. up. No, is 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 that scary now? I mean, I think you know. I think it can be for some. Uh, I, Are you if scared I'm of that? Uh, well, no, um, <laughs> but I'm not everybody. I'm the I'm the odd duck. I think sometimes. No, it's me too. Um, me too. Me too. But but to your point, 100. percent Like uh, I I'm as you said that I immediately think of drop you know picking up my own kids from school and there's right. a there's a gentleman that picks up his son and daughter and walks right by me every single time and yeah. i've tried you know to have a little bit more conversation than hi yeah how you doing um right. and had some success um and the reality that i think i've noticed is he seems to actually want to have more of a conversation as well and so yeah. seeing that taking advantage of it 100 percent. that doesn't add anything to my day as far no. as time, as far as energy. What it does, though, is it opens up a door of, I'm already here, God already has me present physically in this space, and there's people here that I could be connecting with, right? Absolutely. And so that's a beautiful example. Picking up your kids from school, beautiful example of what is already there in front of you taking place. Um, yes, it's a little thing. It's a tiny thing. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a big thing. It can be something yeah. that you're already doing, and if... You're living for the Lord, uh, as as we do imperfectly, and and you're moving and you're rubbing elbows with people, which you just do, and you're engaging them intentionally. You are raking soil. Oh, you yeah. really are. Yep. You're raking soil of people's hearts, whether you know it or not, and that's that's powerful. That's important. Yep. So where where are those places? Where are those yeah. things? Uh, some are going to be things that you're already engaged in. Some things, maybe it's time to branch out a little bit. But yep. that's that's what we're talking about. And and you mentioned this. I think this is so important. We are not saying this to add more things to your plate. Mm. We understand for some of you, you 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 might have space. You, to add, you might have add space. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Maybe it's time to like go. Hey, I need reprioritize to engage a more. and right. Yep. yep. But for some of you, some of you listen to this who are serving young people, you go, I, I, I'm I'm tapped out. Yep. Hey, we hear it. We, yep. I, I get it. I get it. Don't hear this and go like, oh no, we're getting a list of more things to do. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, but 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 you can look at the areas in which you're out engaged mm. in the community mm -hmm. and think how can I leverage that yeah. as a follower of the Lord and especially with someone who's serving young people I think I think that's I think that's good stuff. Yep, hundred percent right. And the reality that I've noticed is growth happens when we reach out because mm -hmm. we're stretched, we're challenged, um, but also a relationship is waiting on the, on the other end of that reaching out. And sometimes yeah. it's not always returned. Sometimes it's not always reciprocated, right? Yeah. But often it is, even in the yes. smallest way. And, um, you know, 
encouragement can come from that. Um, opportunities to to share life comes from those things. Um, yeah. And like you said, students and parents are going to get to know you more as well. When you when you reach out, you're giving opportunities for growth, both in your own life and in the lives around you. And we discount, I think, sometimes the impact of that. And this tiny little mustard seed of faith or this tiny little mustard seed of relationship that's been, you know, planted or sparked um, could grow into something amazing, you know? Yeah. Maybe yeah, don't burn I, a mustard seed, but you get what I mean. <laughs> I know. I get it. I know, Harry. I think I think you're right on. I think that's that's an encouraging word to a youth worker mm. or uh, who's serving right now and maybe thinking, I'm not doing anything. Now, it, it, you are. You yeah. are. Uh, uh, notice, we're, we're just inviting you to, to, to see what you're doing and think, wow, yeah. w- what impact am I making in parents, in the youth that yeah. I'm serving, and in my own life, and in the life of, of those who need to know the Lord? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So that's one part of the, the equation, one part of the right. conversation, which is we have great opportunities that are all around us right now, whether it's yep. picking up your kids from school, going to one of your kids' events. I think uh, some of my favorite things so far um, with my kids specifically opportunities is they'll have different events at the school throughout the year yeah. um, where they need parent volunteers. Mm-hmm. Parents jump. That is like the greatest thing. The school is inviting you in That's to right. come and help and be a part of it. And I love taking advantage of those things. Um, for people without kids, there's going to be opportunities where, um, you know, if you're going to the grocery store or if you're going um, to the bank and things like that, opportunities where you can just have little conversations, conversations with the checkout people, conversations with employees around the store, uh, with clerks, managers. And again, you cannot discount, please don't discount just that five minute conversation with that other person where that might have been their only for that person, that might have been their only positive, life-giving, encouraging conversation they'll have all day. Yeah, I was I was thinking the grocery store that that popped into my head too. I've had multiple opportunities and experiences like that. I think about you. You mentioned people who who are serving young people who don't have children yet, or uh, uh, um, like, what are your hobbies? What are you doing? Right? Yeah. Do you like to hike? Do you like to? Do you like to fish? Do you like grab a parent and a child, right? Mm-hmm. And say, like, "Hey, you want to go out? Like, get 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 a couple yeah, of youth." Not kidnapping. Yeah, not kidnapping. yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. But... I mean, you know, go in appropriate numbers, right? So yeah. <laughs> appropriate numbers. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, rule of three is always good. <laughs> yep. And um, but 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 these are things that you're already doing. Yeah. Right, and the Absolutely. things that you enjoy. Yeah. Um, inviting people into that. Yeah. Young people and families that you're serving. That's, that's, that's cool. I understand that's hard. That's not easy. I would rather to be sincere. I'd rather go like, you know what, on those things, I like to be by myself. And not to say that you have to do it every time, but there are those times where you can really make that impact. So in this conversation, you and I, we chat and we came up with kind of a list of really practical ways for anybody to be involved in their community. So I'm just going to rattle these things off here. Okay. All right. So listeners, if you're listening here, please uh, get out a pen, get out a pencil. Um, You can pull out your phone if you'd like to. Um, But here's just kind of a list of different areas in your community that you might have an opportunity to engage in. All right. So one is going to sporting events. Huge. Knowing, Knowing the events in your community. 
if there's a concert going on, if there's a um, if there's a parade going on, if there's a service opportunity going on, huge. That's a great opportunity. Yeah. Most schools are dying for substitute teaching. Mm-hmm. They are they are asking for it every year. I know many schools, many schools in our area, big and small, that would love qualified, really good substitute teachers. And that doesn't mean qualified yeah. like you've got a four-year degree in education. It means you're there, you're going to be responsible, you're going to know the material, and you're going to teach it to the best of your ability. Yeah. Like substitute teaching, huge. Coaching. There are so many, so many schools looking for coaches of all ages. Yeah. In fact, a lot of times they really struggle to get the junior high coaches. And yeah. so that's a great opportunity where you don't necessarily have to, like a high school coach, you got to have a, a higher proficiency of the sport and all those sure. kind of things. Um, and then there's a little slash to that refing. Yep. All yeah. our sports require refs. Of, of some kind, even cross country, you, you need someone taking the <laughs> clock, you need yeah. someone um, being a lead car, all these things, helping set up, tear down. Like, it doesn't matter the event, there's there's help that's being needed for that sport, specifically refing. Our our sports need refs. Yeah. Um, so that's a great opportunity That's good. As that's well. awesome. Yeah. Um, I think as I go down this list, so there's some more unique things. Mental okay. health opportunities in many of our communities are wide open. If you don't know about mental health opportunities in your community, you can go to your hospital and ask them about yep. ways that you can serve and help with mental health. You can go to your county uh, health department and ask them if there's ways yeah. that you can volunteer and serve. Mental health is a, is a is a big, big window for someone to come in and be an encouragement in people's lives. Yeah. Um, for myself, I got asked one time to come and help with a radio announcing for high school and uh, high school football and basketball games That's and cool. jumped on that. And I got to do color commentary there. And that was a lot of fun. <laughs> and I have been able to keep doing that. And yeah. so that's unique. Um, uh, we have our own little catering business called Smoke and O's Catering. Yeah. And, and so I really, uh, my wife and I look at this as a ministry opportunity where we get to go and we get to serve. That's what it's all about. We get to go serve. And, that's awesome. Uh, cook, cook awesome food and get to be with people. And to me, there's almost nothing better yeah. than getting to cook food and spend time with people sharing that food. Um, yeah, you is, share a meal with someone, they're they're yep. ready to listen. I know? love it, man. I yeah, absolutely that's good, man. That's good, love Harry. it. But what I are some it. what are some areas that you've noticed? Um, uh, sure. I mean, in the past, well, right now, currently, I do. I I teach one class at a go. at a charter school. I teach guitar intro to guitar. Love it, and it's a great opportunity to get to know a number of students. Um, also, just things in the past that I've done taking this isn't an extra thing just on a normal midweek service we, we just went and served at the mm -hmm. salvation army here in bozeman during our normal youth group night had parents yep. come and drop their students off and we cleaned that place out yep. and made sandwiches and things because they're giving out lunches uh, uh to, to to people in need in, in our in our city and the gal who runs the salvation army there they have a very small crew they were so yep. thankful and i mean we cleaned that place out and there was there was there was some need there and that was awesome and our students got to see that our parents get real excited about that when you see that um well and it didn't know, just, add one more thing to the calendar it integrated exactly. it integrated it right into the ministry god's called you to seamlessly which yes. i love that example yes. that is a phenomenal right. example 
and and also for things like that too like your whole youth group can do it or if they need a smaller crew if you're running which we do and i know harry that you guys have like smaller groups small groups yep. just go like hey our small group's going to go serve over here or do this yep. thing right yep. find out where there are needs another thing that 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 i learned and this works for some uh, uh context not for all certainly in montana and in rural areas this might be more difficult but uh, walk your neighborhood, like know mm. your neighbors, just your neighbors. Uh, yeah. I live in the parsonage next to our church, and uh, it's a blessing. Our neighborhood has a lot of young families. And you know what? Sometimes there's there's some things that happen in the middle of the night where people are out and about, and and, and I've actually come out, uh, and I, I went out last week outside while some people were having an argument with my Bible. And I just went mm -hmm. in with my Bible. And, Love it. And and like and they were like, "Hey, uh, you know, uh, please don't call the cops." And I, I'm not I'm not calling the cops. I didn't have to in that in that instance. But I mean, just like like I I it makes me feel for my neighbors. Yeah. Like yeah. I want to I I, I want to know my neighbors and to be a good neighbor. And and there's and there's hurting people living yeah. around us, and that's just a reality in the world. So how can you engage them and know them? So I love that's that. something. Walk your neighborhood and then pray Pr mm. dude, that's something you can do with your youth is just do like a prayer walk around yep. your church that's like yep. that's like a first step like mission experience honestly it's like it's like we're we're Take just going advantage. slightly outside the doors yep. of the church right yeah yep. simple things that you can take advantage of today yeah right yeah. now that can have long that not can that will have long long um impact uh, long-term impact. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, the reality is, Ben, when we when we talk about this, and the thing I think that I would love for every listener to get from this is, God has yeah. you in your specific place for this specific time, for mm -hmm. His purpose, right? And this idea of looking up, because we can get really tracking on what we're doing, and right. and our eyes kind of looking down. Yes. Look up. Look up, yes. see what God's doing, lean in, yeah, and understand what He is doing around you, and and press into that. Yeah, look up and lean in to what He's already doing around you. And oh, that's uh, good. If we can leave them with that, if people <laughs> listening, if if you can just apply that, I think, yeah, uh, crazy awesome things are going to happen. Um, not yeah. only in your ministry, but in your own life. Absolutely, that's that's so good. Can I? I just want to. I want to repeat that just one more time. Like, Do it. Take a moment mm. right now. If you're hearing this, mm. to God has you in the place where you're serving. Yes. Right. Right at this time, for His purposes, the God of the universe. Amen. The Savior of the world. Right. The one who the, who who redeems us by the by His Son. Mm -hmm. Right. So and and look up. Sometimes we're just looking at the grindstone. We're just going. Yep. We're going. Going. But stop. Look up. Survey yeah. the surroundings and yeah. and then lean in on that and go, God, you are you brought me here and yep. and you're working through me and you're you're doing stuff. I think that's so good. Yep. What a good encouragement. Yep. What a good encouragement. Yeah, his word tells us he's already prepared the way, right? Yeah. He's already prepared the way. He's already doing his work around you and he wants you to participate mm -hmm. in that. So uh yeah. Yeah, appreciate you joining me in this conversation, Ben. Same. As always, Love uh, it. as you listeners, um, 
come away from this conversation and you're processing, we want to leave you with this little tool, this simple tool of asking these three questions. How does this conversation affect you and your leaders? How does it affect your students? And how is God being honored in and through it all? And so thank you again for listening to the Third Thursday podcast. We do hope that you've um, been able to connect a little bit, encouraged and equipped. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Awesome. Thank you for listening to the Third Thursday Podcast. We hope you feel connected, encouraged, and equipped to reach students with the gospel. You can find more resources at rmdcma.com youth. If this content was helpful for you, make sure to share it with a friend. See you next time.